1: everybody to another episode of Agents of Mace. Today we're diving into episode 4 of the Marvel Disney Plus series, Miss Marvel. And boy oh boy, was I not super impressed with this episode. (laughs) Uh, I understood what was happening and that, you know, they need to give us a little more story and kind of put all the characters in the right place. Um, But for me, there were two exciting moments of this episode and one of them was that we got a whole new series of end credits. Uh, And and that was so, I don't know, that was kind of a bummer that that was like one of the most exciting things for me. Um, But anyway, uh, first thoughts.
2: I think I'm, we kind of talked about this early on, but (laughs) A bit underwhelmed as well, but you know, this is, and again, I just finished watching this like a few minutes ago. So I do want to rewatch this one rather soon because this is just one of those episodes that is just layering the depth of this world. And this is a character I'm not super familiar with. So there's probably tons of Easter eggs I overlooked. I didn't even really catch that the credits were different. (laughs) I was very intrigued with the music. I like the music in this episode, uh, but yeah, I need to go back and rewatch the the credits again for sure because there's probably some clues in there that's going to lead up to the final two episodes.
1: I was hoping so, but I think that it's just they mirrored the mm. normal credits, um, gotcha. but instead it's uh, it's all set in Pakistan. Ah, okay. that's like the big difference. How about you, Elisa? <laughs> Well, I liked it. <laughs> I,
0: do, I do realize that this episode was a lot of like kind of scene setting for the last two, which is fine because I, I was never bored watching it. We didn't have as many like, I think, bigger moments that we're used to from the last several that we've seen. Uh, but in the grand tradition of episode fours of these Disney shows, it ends with kind of a What? Huh? Because we have... Well, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about what happened at the end of the episode later. Um, but again, I I thought this was perfectly fun. It was good. But that's me.
1: <laughs> I think that it was interesting in the fact that they introduced some new characters and we were in like a whole new place. Mm-hmm. But I think for me, the whole first half of this episode was just like watching somebody's vlog when they went to visit their family in a different country. <laughs> like I, nothing, nothing happens to further the story for me, at least other than her just like being introduced to her cousins. She wants to find the train. They don't want to go to the train cause it's lame. <laughs> and up until what happens at the train station, the first time she goes, not, nothing else happens in the episode. Uh, other than we do get a QR code for uh, another comic, um, so you totally can get a free it. yeah. yeah uh, I it too. The guy who's taking the photos um, and takes her photo when she's walking through takes Kamala's photo when she's walking through the market. Uh, on his stall is a QR uh, code. It is for Miss Marvel number twelve. So cool! You want a free digital comic. Go scan that QR code. Nice.
2: <laughs> some of this stuff, I always wonder, like, where in the character's timeline does this exist? Because they're like in school, but I'm like, where in school are they at? Like, how can you just like pack up and go <laughs> to a whole nother country? Like, are we on like spring break or
1: yeah, for it's just for some, some of th- however long. yeah it's like there's
2: always this kind of like the real life stuff behind the scenes i'm always curious like i wish we'd get a little bit more depth into like how they can make these things happen
1: Mm -hmm. there was also yeah there was also a bit of convenience um that happened where the last episode kind of left off with her grandmother saying like you need to come visit Mm -hmm. me and kamala had just been grounded for you know Right. Ruining her brother's wedding. Although, like, she, I mean, it wasn't really her fault, right? Um, but so she gets grounded. She gets a call from her grandma. The next episode starts, and they're on the plane. And, and yes. And the only, like, thing that we get in the whole episode where they mention what happened was her mom is just like, you're lucky your grandma wanted to see us. And it's like, <laughs> What? This, I don't know, like, I don't know. It just seems a little too convenient. Yeah. They just were like, oh, we just need to get Kamala to Pakistan, so. Right. All right, they're in Pakistan.
0: Like, there is is a hint in the episode that her mom had an ulterior motive for going to pakistan That is probably something mm-hmm. that she's been pondering on for a while and now mm-hmm. she has this opportunity to go and to take care of it which is that she's trying to convince nani to come back home and live with them
2: it's mm-hmm. true it's true
0: so i yeah, could see her like being more into it and i'll be like no you're not going to pakistan you're grounded you just ruined your brother's wedding and she's like <laughs> i've actually been meaning to go to pakistan myself
1: <laughs> so it's cool let's go uh, you're grounded while you're here but that means that you can go out and do whatever you want with your cousin and and come in at midnight or whatever whenever yeah. she like gets back to the house and her mom's just like oh hey did you have fun and it's like "Well, oh, isn't she supposed to be grounded
2: I think she's banking on that she'll just eat all this spicy food to where she just won't leave
1: yeah, it is funny. Her uh, the the spicy food comes up quite a lot. Um, yeah, in this episode, I wonder if that will lead to anything, or if it was just like, ha ha ha. Food yeah, food in Pakistan it's... is spicy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I mean, unless there's anything glaring that the two of you would like to talk to early on in the episode, uh, I say we just skip to when she goes to the train station.
0: There was a nice little thing on the wall where it said that Karachi was the city of lights. And since that's kind of like her power, I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. that's awesome. And we found out that Nani is also an artist, so there was a sweet moment between the two of them about them both uh, being into art. But Mm. yeah, that literally all happened between (laughs) them. Again, it was perfectly pleasant, but...
1: (laughs) Yeah, it it was fine. It was just... (laughs) I wanted more story, and I feel like we got more backstory. Which, like, okay... But you're not giving us any backstory on the superpowered gin all of that. The backstory we got was just like a girl and her family bonding with each other. Hmm. Which, like, okay, that's nice, but I want more I want more story. Give me some where like what is we still don't really know what this bangle is, other than what it's <laughs> sort of what it can do. Mm-hmm. It but has words like,
0: on it and if you poke it, things happen.
1: Exactly, right? yeah. <laughs> and and we still don't know if like what like where's the other one? What are you more powerful if you have both? Or are you what like I don't know. There's things that I wanted to know that they still haven't really touched on. So it's like
2: you're Super Saiyan, <clears throat> but get that, you'll go Super Saiyan level two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Harold Trump Blue. I'm, yeah. I'm really intrigued by like the map like so this you know these we get introduced to the red daggers because there's multiple is that like
1: i think in this it's supposed to be a um like a group sort of like mm. i mean not along the same lines but sort of like the hand yeah where it's like a underground group but i think they're protectors of from what i saw researching it The red dagger is one person in the Mm. comics, but in this, it seems to be, yeah, some sort of like vigilante group that's protecting Pakistan from the djinn trying to destroy the world. (laughs) Yeah.
2: The map was kind of cool. Just kind of seeing this layover of like here's our world, but mm-hmm. there's this other dimension of the gin and this is kind of what their world looks like. I'd like to see a little yeah. bit more of that. Some detail. Well,
1: before we get too far, there was one thing mm-hmm. that happened while she was at the, uh, when she first meets the red dagger. Mm-hmm. Um, she's looking at us like a big mural on the wall and it's of Ant-Man and he's mm-hmm. like growing in size or shrinking, whichever way you want to look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, And there's like a cute little saying on the wall uh, about like you can start small, but that's fine. Um, This is like the fifth thing that we've seen in this series regarding Ant-Man. If Scott Lang doesn't show up at some point in this series, I would be very surprised. Like, I mean, he's done. He was in the Chip and Dale movie. Like he he can do that, but he wouldn't be in. This MCU adjacent series, mm-hmm. like, come on, he has to show up in this series.
0: I really hope so. Like, they've made so many references. the The one right behind Ant Man though is that they keep referencing Thor, which they also do, like mm-hmm. yeah. in this uh, Red Dagger segment. So I'm also kind of like, we're gonna get a little bit of, a little dash of Thor too, because that would be great. I would love that, especially since Love and Thunder comes out next weekend.
1: Yeah. yeah. I could see maybe us getting a glimpse of... Like, since they've already shown Jane Foster in the uh, the trailers for Love and Thunder. Mm-hmm. I could see maybe us seeing her. But I guess, like, right now, technically Thor isn't even on Earth, right? So we would have to either see her or maybe some... Time <laughs> Bandit Loki. I don't know. Um,
0: time Bandit Loki, yes. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but that, I mean yeah I don't like how many times are they going to mention I get that like that's kind of Kamala's thing is that she's like mm-hmm. an Avengers super fan but yeah. like she's not even mentioning them they are yeah. just popping up constantly in the world so
0: everyone else <laughs>
1: yeah it's like foreshadowing
2: please Uh I mean let's just if we're if we're gonna see anyone it's gonna be Wong <laughs> I'm still calling that <laughs>
0: Um, and another catch in this part is when she's fighting with Kareem, the the Red Daggers kid. He says, "Do all Americans in masks have superpowers?" And she's like, "How do you know I'm not Canadian?" And then he's like, "You're wearing a New Jersey shirt." But Iman uh, Vellani, the young lady who plays Miss Marvel, is in fact Canadian. <laughs> and I, w- I was also surprised because I was I was looking that up. I was like, "I bet that's an odd to her actually being Canadian." And she is. And I was also very surprised to see. This is basically the first acting she's ever done. Mm-hmm. The only oh, other wow. credits that she has are two shorts that she made, mm-hmm. and she's only listed as like appearing in one of them. So, mm. wow!
1: Yeah, she's killing cool. it, and and I know that she has uh, cosplayed Miss Marvel mm-hmm. a lot in the past. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool to see like a fan get to be the first version of this character in the MCU. I think that's really cool. So hopefully we get to see that a little bit more because I feel like you get a little more passion out of those people Definitely. than just regular run-of-the-mill actors or actresses. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that that moment was cool because I don't know if you guys have seen or I can't remember. Maybe we talked about it. Maybe we didn't. Um, all of the stuff about, uh, love and thunder which we're going to take a quick tangent into that (laughs) um but we see a lot of zeus's lightning bolt being used in that and zeus's lightning bolt is made out of or named adamantine Hmm. uh and it is the greek sort of like um my brain is stopping um Anyway, it's where they're pulling adamantium.
0: Uh, Uh, Um,
1: And so people are thinking that the fact that we're seeing this may be a tie into Earth getting adamantium, which then would be a tie into Wolverine, which please, I want to see something. So when (laughs) I've been like seeing that and reading that for the past two or three weeks now. So as soon as she said, how do you know I'm not Canadian? I was like, is that Wolverine reference? Because he's Canadian and he wears a mask. Um, so that's what I thought was happening. But uh, it, no. it does make more sense that she, she's Canadian. Great. <laughs> I'm, I'm
2: hopeful that we'll get bigger references in Quantumanium,
1: But we'll, we'll know next year. <laughs> yeah. Too far. Too far. Um, well, jumping kind of back to where we were with the map. And uh, and everything and the red daggers den or whatever I don't they don't really call it anything, but um <laughs> it's secret hideout yeah <laughs> I want to know what do you guys think is there like what technology do you think that they're using because at one point I mean we see the cool map on the wall and then there's like an overlay on the map and it seems a little mystical in nature mm-hmm. but like okay. But then, like a smoke-filled glass chamber that's also sort of fluid at points Mm -hmm. emerges from the ground and creates this like nanobot map that changes. I don't know. Like
2: I I I was getting like Black Panther vibes, like that kind of technology. But I, that's the closest I could come up with. I don't really know if it's something else. I don't know what it could be or where it could be from.
0: It reminded me of Stark Tech whenever uh, he's, like, doing, like, the 3D models and stuff and mm-hmm. he's just, like, shoving stuff out of the way. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that was the only thing that came to my mind. Although I could also see the Wakandan stuff happening. There's just, there's a lot of super science in this universe, and it could be literally anything. Or magic. There's also magic.
1: Right. Well, that's what I was thinking, because I was like, okay, maybe it's Chitari because there's mm-hmm. a whole thing about, like, normal people finding Chitari tech after the New York disaster. and Yeah altering it to their own purpose so i was like okay maybe it's Chitari. but then like i agree that he was kind of just like swiping things away so i was like wait is it like stark tech is this somehow related to tony stark or and then it was like well maybe it's just magic i don't know like they've completely just introduced magic shoved it into the world (laughs) and anybody can have it or use it so oh okay maybe it's magic i don't know
2: where they actually know Captain Marvel and she brought some tech back from somewhere else.
1: Right, Get some pre tech. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Could or it's Jyn tech. Yeah. Like, I, they they know a whole lot about Noom, and mm-hmm. I guess they kind of hint at the fact that they've been, like, protecting the world from the Jin universe and the Noom. Mm-hmm that like leaks over and that they're able to like see noom in people. So I was like, okay, so like maybe, maybe they're like part Jen or something. And we just, they haven't explained that yet. I don't know.
0: It's kind of like in the mummy where they have the, the group that's like all about like we keep mm. the mummy dead. It's like yep. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. So it's interesting. There's, there's a lot to unpack there, and there's only two of them that we meet, so I don't know if we're supposed to think that there are more of them, or if this is just like a father-son operation, or I don't know. They I'll introduce more questions.
0: Like, oh yeah, I was just gonna say that it's like uh, there's a lot of like flirty energy between Kareem and Kamala, and this is like her <laughs> third love interest, and like no complaints like girl keep your options open i guess but it just seems like a lot for six episodes yeah again no judgment go for it girl you can have your boy in pakistan you can have your boy in new jersey no one no one's here to judge
1: well the the other big moment i guess that we can pull from this is they explain a little bit about how the dimension lines up um which I guess they do like solidify that it's a different dimension, not a different universe. Um, and they mentioned that the Jen's dimension is like parallel to ours. Yeah. So if there were ever an incursion or anything like that, one universe would take over or one dimension would take over the other, which is kind of how they explain the universes in the Doctor Strange mm-hmm. Multiverse of Madness. So... I was like, okay, so are we interchanging the word dimension and universe, or is a dimension a different thing than a universe? And also, how do realms fit into this? So now I feel like they've ad- they've added like a whole another layer that they can hide people. Yeah, I'm
0: just thinking about uh, Eric Selvig and the shoe inside the shoe. <laughs> <laughs> explaining it to everybody else. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's a shoe inside of a shoe. Yeah. That's
2: what this yeah. is. <laughs> and I guess that leads up to are we going to see, actually get to see the Jin dimension?
1: I would imagine. It's know, even I'm if per- it's. Because like what's the, the
2: point? Like, what, why is it just. It's kind of this weird thing of like, why do they want to go back there? Is there something there that they want to bring into. The other, like the dimension we're seeing right now, Mm. are they just trying to quote unquote get back home? Like, I don't know.
1: I'm almost wondering if, like, maybe because I agree, like, they, their whole purpose is to get home, Mm -hmm. but they don't explain, like, why or, like, why were they banished or how Mm. did they end up here or what, like, why. Could they not get home earlier if they've yeah. been around for so long? And so, if they,
2: and if they, yeah, when they get back, what does that mean for for everyone?
1: Mm-hmm. When according to the Red Daggers, it would mean the Jin universe would overtake or Jin dimension oh, would overtake right. would our overtake. dimension, destroying it completely. But it's like, well, what's the purpose of that? Like, if you have powers here, mm-hmm. but at home you're like everybody else and they banished you. Why wouldn't you just stay here? Like, I don't, the only thing I could think is like, maybe our dimension doesn't vibe with them. So like Mm -hmm. they're either losing their powers or it's somehow like killing them. Like maybe they age even slower in their dimension versus ours. So now they're aging faster. I don't know. Yeah. Again, it's it's just one of those things that like maybe will be explained hopefully not at like super (laughs) length but
2: well yeah i mean with two episodes left does that could could that mean that next episode will find the other bangle they get it cross over into their dimension kamala's got to follow them and stop it Mm -mm. and like the final is i don't know speculating here but it could be cool
1: I mean, I'm, I'm interested to see it, because according mm-hmm. to the little, like, floaty map thing that we saw, it kind of looks like there aren't even buildings. It's just, mm-hmm. like, blue nonsense landscape. So I'd be interested to see, like, okay, is that what it actually is? Because if so, like, even more. Why are they trying to go back there? It doesn't look like there's anywhere to live. So I guess we'll find out. Or yeah. hopefully we'll find out. Blue um,
0: nonsense landscape would be a good band name. <laughs> You can have that for
1: free, listeners. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the other big thing that we get in this, uh, I guess, early moments of the Red Daggers, semi-early moments of the Red Daggers, um, is Kamala gets another part of her Miss Marvel costume. Uh, it's slowly coming together, one piece at a time, Mm-hmm. And by the final episode, she'll probably wear it at the last the last time we see her. She'll be in it yeah. and it will be very upsetting. Um, so hopefully she puts it on before then. But I'm just <laughs> tossing out it's reverse psychology to the universe. You know, if I say we won't see it, then maybe we'll see it next episode. Um so, some yeah.
2: training as well, which is kind of interesting, like,
1: mm-hmm. it
2: seems like. Now maybe has more control over the power and kind of past we, that, like
1: we get training, but in like a again when she's in the fight at the very not the beginning but like the beginning mm-hmm. of all of this when she's in the fight with the red dagger, it's like full control. Yeah, she has full control of her power. She stops a dagger in front of her face, like amazing control. She's swinging her fists around, all cool. Then she goes to this like training session and it just she's not doing anything. She like strikes her hero pose. Mm-hmm. She shows that she can like control it. But at this point I'm already confused because like it seems like she can control it pretty well already. So yeah, we're back to this like she's learning how to control it even though she can't control it. Um, but we do get a moment where Hopefully this will lead to something else. The noom kind of wraps around her leg while she's Mm. pushing against a car and she's able to, like, launch off of the car. Uh, And that is, you know, in in the comics, one of her things is she makes her legs really long so she can, like, jump really high and walk over stuff. So I'm hoping that maybe, like, okay, before she was just punching stuff and shooting her little noom bricks around. (laughs) Now she's learning that she can, like spread it to different parts of her body and control different parts of her body with it. So hopefully we'll get some more cool. Yeah. Classic ex- Kamala powers. I'd expect
2: by the finale, we'll have that be on that mm-hmm. level. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, we do have a couple characters that die in this episode. Um, the leader of the red daggers, I, I guess is what we're supposed to assume he is. Um, He gets murdered because, boy, oh, boy, the clandestine are, like, just nuts. I mean, like, we met them and they were nice and then immediately turned, like, kind of bad guys. And now mm-hmm. they're, like, just full-on bad guys <laughs> killing whoever they want to to get to Kamala. Um, but on the flip side of that, we kind of thought that maybe they were... Either invincible or indestructible or whatever super, um, but one of them gets killed uh, in this mm. episode by the red dagger. Um, so that was interesting to see that okay they're not immune to any like everything. Maybe they're just strong, so like they can take a punch, but you stab them in the back with a couple daggers and that'll kill him. So. I'm interested to see if if they all make it to the end, or if the Red Dagger seems a little bit more like. I mean, we can see where they're like pulling stuff right from like the whole thing is DC and Marvel. Marvel kind of pulls ideas from DC and turns it into something else. So this seems a little bit like Red Hoodie to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, sort of a vigilante who's not afraid to just kill mm-hmm. the villains. Um, so I wonder if that will be something that is addressed or if that's just their way of kind of lowering the numbers of the gen for the final fight, maybe, Maybe, um, but there doesn't seem like Kamala maybe doesn't notice that that happens or see that that happens, but she doesn't seem to mind that he has killed somebody. So we'll see, I guess how, (laughs) how she handles that. If she handles that. Uh, but then we can get to the, the like big moment at the end of the episode where there's a fight that basically takes place for a solid five minutes, six minutes. It seems like longer, but, um, And Kamala's uh, bangle gets stabbed. And when it gets stabbed, there's a bright flash and she breaks through the dimension. Almost like uh, America Chavez style. Yeah. Just sort of like gets launched through this hole. Uh, I definitely thought this is where we were going to get to see the Jin's dimension. Like I thought that's where she was getting broken into but instead she kind of looks up and she sees the train from her vision earlier. And it seems like she has been sent back in time. So now we have time travel on top of multiple (laughs) dimensions and multiple universes. Um, So I don't, I don't know what's happening at this point. Like is, is it going to be some crazy, like she's going to go and see them finding the first bangle and if she takes it, then she'll have two bangles <laughs> or is it just sort of a flashback vision? Is she not actually there, yeah. but this is all just a vision. Um,
2: could be either or I could see them going the route of like, this did send her back in time. This is really kind of understanding the root of her family and what all happened. Mm-hmm. And the only way to get back is to find the other bangle to, to, I guess it gives her full time travel
1: capabilities. <laughs> so do or, you think that if, if she if she's okay, so if, so if she's there and she finds the bangle and she's able to send all the gen home to get him mm-hmm, out of here mm-hmm. in the past, then would we fast forward and she would have both bangles? Oh my or would gosh. she have we're, one bangle?
2: We're getting into like back to the future, <laughs> time travel. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, would she exist? I mean right. I still I still don't understand the correlation of the jinn and Kamala's family mm-hmm. because I feel like when it was explained it was explained that the jin came through, they met Kamala's grandmother mm-hmm. and were trying to get her to help them get back to their dimension. So is one of them Kamala's father or or Kamala's grandfather?
0: I think Aisha was one of them. And yeah. she wound up being like, okay, they're crazy. I'm not going to help them anymore. And so she left everybody who knew her so that they couldn't find her. Um, but that she had a family of her own while she was there and also left them I think that the reason why she's in the past because I don't think she's going to be there for very long I could be wrong but I feel like it's going to be more of a finding out what happened with her great grandma and then maybe that'll provide some sort of clarity when she's inevitably dragged back into the present where she can find the second bangle what she needs to do to help this whole clandestine situation that's that's what I think so far but I'm very frequently wrong so we'll <laughs> see you next week
1: well, I I was under the impression that Aisha was one of the the jinn as well, but then she says when Kamala's like, "Am I a jinn?" She's like, "Well, that's what your father said." Hmm. So it's like, well, "Wait, so are you not a jinn?" But your fa- but her.
0: I thought she said uh, that's what your uh, grandfather said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Or, so so. I thought is. she was referring to her own father who would have raised her after her mom disappeared. So like, yeah, your mom told me that she was a djinn. Oh, okay. That's what I thought. I okay. mean again
1: Okay, that makes sense.
0: Wrong all the time, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, I was just like, wait, who who is a djinn that somehow now Kamala is a djinn? <laughs> and does it like skip generations or because, I mean, her mom doesn't seem to have any abilities yeah. that, have that we know of. True. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Unless she does have one and she's like, nope, and she's got the other one. And she that's where the other one it. is, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, but no. she seems to know
0: maybe what the bangle
1: is. Like when they get sent to them and she's like, no, stop. Don't mess with that. And then she puts it back in the box. So...
2: Yeah, I feel like that's... We'll, we'll have that that moment. Like her parents have known the whole time, but they just kept it secret mm.
0: but she doesn't seem to sing she doesn't seem to think that the stories that her mom told her are real so yeah. she's probably just like this is a bunch of uh mm. gobbledygook that my mom is into please leave it alone i don't want you being weird like her <laughs> so she might think that it's junk but junk that could get her daughter involved in something that she thinks is fantasy
1: mm. Mm. okay because she
0: thought it was real wouldn't she like destroy or do better than just like closing the box and yeah trust putting that your it back in not go get it.
1: <laughs> yeah and didn't they just do that disney did that with seeing red or was it just called red i don't remember turning red turning yeah red. turning red i mean that whole movie is essentially the same storyline that the yeah. family knew that <laughs> and this sh-
0: episode is called seeing red
1: <laughs> yeah so it's like yeah is that what is that what's happening right now does her entire family know except for her and her brother i would assume or does it like does Jin power only pass down through the women in the family mm-hmm. since they're not from the Noom dimension i don't know there's there's much like every single marvel thing that's happening now there's just more questions than there are answers and hopefully they toss us some breadcrumbs in the next episode because we only have two left. Uh, so they got a lot to do mm-hmm. in two episodes um, without it being like anticlimactic yeah. last episode. Uh, so guess you guys will just have to stick with us for two more weeks until we all can find out what's going to happen and how this will lead into either the next series or the next movie or where we think this is going as far as the MCU. I feel like that's the the new big super question is mm-hmm. like how are these series going to affect the Marvel Universe since they're early on I feel like they yeah. had more of an effect. Now the last couple seem kind of like by themselves.
2: Yeah. But Uh, again, like Kevin's been teasing us. We're supposed to get answers soon. So
1: yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what they all say. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So uh, any final thoughts for this episode?
0: Like, do you have one?
2: Hmm. I mean, just circle back. Like I'm still intrigued i'm still enjoying i'm just very curious to where all this is gonna go um like don't just keep layering in all these new characters like let's kind of conclude the story and figure out where this is really going
0: i don't have a final thought but i do have a tangent (laughs) (laughs) as always full of tangents okay so this past weekend i went and i saw boss lerman's Elvis movie And in the beginning of it, it talks about whenever he's a a very young boy and there's a scene of him running around with a, with a giant lightning bolt on his chest, like we were talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. Um, but it sets that up to where he is obsessed with comic books, which Elvis really was. And his favorite character was Captain Marvel Jr., which is a younger character that's associated with the one that we now call Shazam, like eventually Mm -hmm. became Shazam, uh, And so this character is the reason why he has a lightning bolt in his taking care of business logo. It's the reason why he dyed his hair black. Elvis was naturally blonde and dyed his hair black for all of his life because he wanted to look like a superhero. And also why he wore capes and all that sort of stuff. He was obsessed (laughs) with Captain Marvel Jr. and with Superman. (laughs) Interesting. And so... I just wanted to make that connection since we were talking about Lightning Bolts, Zeus, Adamantium, and superheroes. It seemed to fit. So there's your tangent. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice. That's really cool. And uh, yeah, I did... Um, I think a couple years ago, whenever Miss Marvel came out uh, and I was looking for Miss Marvel stuff, I saw this whole thread about how Captain Marvel... In, even in I think the original comics was a guy mm-hmm. and there was like a whole dispute because he, there was a Captain Marvel in DC as well and then DC decided to change their Captain Marvel to a different name and then that became Shazam and our Captain Marvel, it was like a big deal because he died of cancer and then now all of a sudden Captain Marvel is Carol Danvers, but I don't know the in-between between between the Mm -hmm. original Captain Marvel and the new one, or if that was ever even addressed or if it was just like, nah, this is a new universe of characters. Uh, So yeah, there's a a whole crazy backstory (laughs) to, (laughs) to even just the name Captain Marvel. So, yeah. Well, thank you guys for listening this week. Definitely listen next week when we, uh, Hopefully, have some answers for you uh, on on what's going on, and maybe a new free comic. Who knows? I hope that they bring that back. Um, so, yeah, join us next week. Uh, do you guys have any one-liners this week?
2: You can start small and still be larger than life.
1: No. There you go. A little
2: uh, a pick-me-up for this. Enough. Or you just cue in. <laughs> The BSB music,
1: and we just play <laughs> it all <off> to the <laughs> back screen. <straight forward. laughs> See you guys next week.